to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I'm one of yours, Chris Feltz, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Ultimatum episodes 9 through to 10. Um, so that's the Ultimatum Day and the Reunion. Now, Chris, do we want to go couple by couple? Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah. Is that okay. I mean, basically, they make their decisions in episode nine, but then straight away, we know what the reunion looks like. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it's a, and you know what, Dave? It's a weird one because the the actual ultimatum, this easy for me not to say, ultimatum episode, <laughs> it's only 37 minutes long. So, it's, it's the shortest yeah. episode of the series, which I found a bit bizarre. Whether they could have piggybacked on to somewhere else or they could have done this and gone into the reunion, I don't know. But anyway, we start with Randall and Shanique. And it's a lovely, like, ceremony. This, a lot of this reminded me of The Bachelor, Dave. You know, the final mm. day, dead fucking polished. They've got this setting for them. They're obviously asking them what they want to do. And, you know, he's suited up. She's looking lovely. There's this discussion about them as a couple. They're both crying. She's crying. I kept thinking Randall was going to uh, ditch her at one point. Mm. And he kept putting his head down. And I'm like, is he going to propose? What's he doing here? And then all of a sudden... He proposed, didn't he? And, and uh, it was nice. I, I thought that was really nice. I thought it was probably the, the most genuine, one of the most genuine things I'd seen in the episode. Considering where they were, Randall was obviously with Madeline. Shanique had had a little bit with Zay. I, I, I wasn't sure that was going to go. I thought maybe they would say, look, these people we've been with on the show are not for us, but I don't think we're together. But no, they're, they're, mm. they're there. And yeah, I, I found that really, uh, really nice. Good way to start the episode, really. I was bought into that for a change, Dave. Yeah, I, I, you nails on with the Bachelor. I hadn't really put that to that together with the Bachelor, but you're right. Um, I think I, I'm sure I said in the last episode that if anyone was going to stay together, it would be these two. So it wasn't that much of a surprise. I didn't think that they did stay together. What did surprise me was the reunion. <laughs> yeah. It seems like. Well, yeah, they got to they got back together, but then they've been separated for ages, and then they're suddenly back together for the reunion as well. And yep, yeah, all is forgiven, kind of thing. I, what did you make to that? Because it strikes me as odd. They, I'm sure they said it was like the reunion was filmed six months after the final episode had been filmed, so that was the kind of timeline which would become important in another in couple, a minute. Chris. Yeah. <laughs> 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 really important, Dave. Yeah, really important. <laughs> but, um, with these two, I was just surprised that they they decided to part ways after the show, and then they seem to be back together now. Yeah, I, I believe that they're in different. I've been reading like a where are they now? They're in different cities, but they're still working. They're still classed as a couple. I, I I must admit, Dave, watching both episodes together, and I watched them pretty close together because obviously it wasn't a long episode. He's, there was a lot of bollocks going on with his episode, a lot of bullshit, because what we got shown on the ultimatum, like their dates, to what actually mm. was said in the reunion, I was like, this is fucking bullshit. Like, not, not Randall and Shanique, there was other couples I'm going to call out, but I, I, it was weird with them together. I don't know whether it was just purely a cash-in, Dave, because obviously the show's been released 
and the reunion pretty much all mm. together, haven't they? Like you've just said, there's yep. not a six, seven month gap. We get them in sequential episodes, whether they've released them four or five on, on Netflix, like they're mm. going to do with the circle, which we're going to cover or whatever. It was very weird. I didn't buy any of it, if I'm being honest, Dave. I thought they suited each other. I thought the family dynamic was good when they went to see the families and stuff. I thought, oh, they've got a mm. chance, but I don't know what's going on there at all, whether it's 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 Shanique's just not into it, much Randall. Like, I can't work out where they are, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, without watching the show, if someone just explained to you the facts there, you know, they stayed together at the end of the show and then split up and then they're back together just before the reunion. You know, the the bullshit radar sort of <laughs> flips up, doesn't it? It's like, yeah, that's just all about a cash grab. And then they'll stay together for as long as they can stand each other and then uh, make as many magazine deals as they can. And then, you know, they'll part ways after that. So, yeah, I, I, I had hoped that this couple would genuinely stay together. It's just that... That splitting up bit puts doubt in my mind. And yeah. Chris, what what do you reckon to April and Jake? Well, that was that was another one, Dave. That I, I said it in the last episode. I don't think. I mean, Jake basically said to Ray, "You are the ideal person for me. I just want an easy life." April kept saying it, and they did a VT on her, which was quite funny, and on Jake in the reunion. But they they get together. They're having a chat. I thought maybe they may stay together. It seemed quite pleasant. They were, it was a different setting to Randall and Shanique's. They were sat down on sort of like a bench. He was rubbing her face. They were chatting. But And then he was just like, no. He was like, no, no, you're just, no, it's not the right. I don't think this is the right time. She wants the, the wedding, everything, the kids and that. And he's like, no. And that was it. And, and it, they split up. And I was thinking, I think that's the right decision. I really do mm-hmm. think that's the right decision yep. for them too. I don't think Jake's wants like what April brings to the table. She wants the full commitment. He's not ready for it. Well, he's not ready for it with her, which says that they're Mm. obviously not ideal together. But piggybacking off that, he then goes and gets with Ray, doesn't he? In the ultimatum dating episode anyway, doesn't he? And and says, here's two tickets. Let's go around the world, wherever you want to go. And I'm thinking, fucking hell, that's an open-ended... present for her. But I, so I was into that with Ray because I know she wasn't with Zay. I was like, right, good. I think that's right. They were kissing, they were hugging together, but in the reunion, completely the opposite. And this is what I don't get about the reunion at all, Dave, but what we saw in that ultimatum date to what we heard in the reunion about the couples. Yeah. I mean, I guess the, again, with the six month gap there, I think you can understand that, yeah, they thought they had a great connection, but then actually it turned out they really didn't. It was funny, though, and and I can't stop thinking about The Bachelor now. So when Ray rocks up, you know, she's driven up, isn't she, to where, um, where he is, where Jake is. And I'm like... Oh, this is so fucking set up because they've known exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> you know, yeah. they're, parked, they're parked down the street, just waiting for the green light to be given. Right. Yep. It, we, it, we've got a good third take. That one will do. Right. Send her in now. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's such bollocks. And I, I think, honestly, with this episode nine, they undercut, I felt, a lot of what had gone on in the previous seasons. And, and it is that kind of bachelor feel, like you say. I, I, I couldn't put my finger on it until we've just been talking now what it is. But everything being so set up and manufactured, uh, you know, I, I think they did a better job of hiding it earlier in the season. 
And uh, yeah, I, I I wasn't that surprised that you know Ray and Jake decided to part ways. Probably you know a little bit surprised that Ray's now with a lady, um, but she seems very happy. So good luck to her. Jake still seems like quite an angry little man to me. Yes, because he had a dust up with April, did he? You're yeah. right. So he had so they've gone off together. We're thinking, oh, brilliant! This is a new couple. I think it's the right thing for them both. They seemed like a good match. This is what I'm questioning because they're sat together. So Ray and Jake are sat together. April's with Zay. Obviously, they're not as couples, but you know you can understand the dynamics. So I'm thinking, oh, right, great. They're still together. Like you say, Ray turns around and says, you know, I've found someone. Um, I've always had struggled with my bisexuality. I'm with this girl. I'm really happy. She was glowing. Vanessa Lachey had said that. Then she went, oh, it's great when you're talking about your new partner. You're really happy. Good mm. luck to her. What I, what I found weird was we told a story, or we told this story about them two, her and Jake and Zay, Ray together. But then when she speaks, when Ray's speaking to Zay, he's, I mean, he, his wording was a bit fucking crass, to be honest, Dave. And I know we don't all back, but he's like, yeah, well, you were fucking me after the show. And uh, mm. we were together. We were a couple. And she's like, no, we weren't. We didn't see when you were, we were sleeping together every night. And I'm thinking, what the hell's going on here? This is... This is not, because even April had said about Jake saying that even after the show and when he'd said to Ray, they got back together and they were mm. in a routine. So I'm thinking, what, what are we, what is going on with the producers? I don't think that made any sense to what we saw on the show. It seems to just contradict everything. You know, when, we, when Shanique had said in one of the other episodes, oh, well, uh, Madeline had kissed Randall, but off camera, I'm not happy about mm. that. But she wasn't bothered on camera. That none of that added up to me, and this was this, this seems like we were told a story that ultimately, other than a couple of couples, was a load of bullshit. To be honest, I think the thing for me is with, with this show, you know, they are couples before, so they're couples and sharing their lives. You know, not yeah. necessarily living together, but they're sharing their lives before they go into the show. Some of them for years and years. So as soon as the cameras stop rolling and they go home whether they've stayed together or whether they've split up, it doesn't matter. They're still going to take a while for them to detangle themselves from that previous life, isn't it? So it's it's probably not that surprising that, you know, after the show, if they decide to call it quits, and then they get back together for a bit, try it, yeah, find out, yeah, no, we are definitely toxic for each other now. I, I can kind of get my head around that, to be honest. It, it leaves us a bit short-changed because we want to see it all, don't we? Even when, you know, if you're watching like Love Island, Chris, which should be coming out next month, I think, oh, yeah. um, you know, you, you're watching that and, you know, there's some of them probably do know each other. But I think they do a good job of hiding it, you know. So these are couples that didn't know each other before, uh, barring, you know, they might know each other of on their pictures on Instagram or something, but they're thrust into this environment. So when they come out, it's not as it's not as difficult to detangle themselves from that previous relationship because it didn't exist. No, you know what? That's a good take on it. I've not I've not even thought of it that way. I really hadn't, because because I, I was just like I felt like you were saying short chair. I just felt we were just told a complete lie, you know, because they did carry on being couples, the the fairy tale stuff. But you're right, if they've got houses, apartments together, bills, whatever, you've still got to speak to that person, haven't you? You've still got to. And April had said that about Jake, so no, I think that's a good point actually. I'm not even I'd not even thought about that, but I think as well is Ray. And Zay, completely toxic relationship for me, Dave. D mm. Didn't work. 
Ray laid into Zay completely, didn't she? She absolutely tore strips off him in that. They had a proper argument in the reunion, a proper kickoff. And she's like, you know, um, you know, you don't sexualize me, she was saying, and 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 she was laying into him about the different things. And and I think I think for me, Ray got she got the end she needed, but with Zaya, I don't. I think he'd, he'd still be, be with her if he could, and it just didn't work out for. Her. I hope he, he yeah. needs to grow up. I think a lot, but yeah. also I think just as a couple, they just didn't work in the end, and that was the right decision for them not to be together. I, I thought he came across quite bitter about the whole mm. thing, and you think, well, maybe has he got a right to do? Maybe again, it's you know, he was one came home like. Eight o'clock in the morning, stinking of perfume, wasn't he? So it's like it's it's you can't do something, you know. And and you know, I think he had a bit of a hand shandy as well, didn't he? With yeah. <laughs> so you know, I I don't know. Hopefully, he does move on. But uh, no, I don't. I don't think that whole argument. I don't think they came off very well there. No, and and before we get to the sort of the main couple, I want to talk about. I just wanted to. Talk briefly in the reunion. So we we they talked to Nate and Lauren, didn't they? They said about Nate and it, it's with his shady things and how he wants to be a kid, wants kids and stuff like mm. that. I'm still not convinced by him <laughs> at all, Dave. He is a no. snidey fucker, this guy. And and Lauren, we didn't know enough about Lauren, so we don't know whether she is as genuine, but she seemed like a lovely girl. She spent that time. Uh, well, I think it was Colby was, was sort of making a beeline for her, was it? Um, at, at the time. Colby, oh no, yeah. yeah. So so it. it it looked like there was something and she seemed like such a lovely girl. Don't know, Dave. He still come across as a bit of a snaky fucker to me. Like proper. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, and I do think that, they, I mean, Vanessa and Nick Lachey had said to him, well, what's the score here? You know, you said you want your kids. What, what was the thing? And, and, that, and watching it again when he went, I don't want to steal anyone's thunder. But, and everyone yeah. was fucking cringing <laughs> at the table. That for me was probably the highlight of the season, to be honest. That was probably the the one bit that was pissing myself laughing with, because I think you hit the nail on the head, uh, what you said before. It started off really well, seemed really organic. We had the proper like maths DNA. And then as the show went on, and it for me, it, it tailed off. It went full on Bachelor and just was completely overproduced. Even the conversations, none of them seemed genuine to me. Yeah, I I do think, uh, in particular, that last episode. But I still, Chris, I'd watch this every day of the week before The Bachelor. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, it, it did definitely tail off and, and become a bit overproduced. Completely agree with you on Nate, though. Just, he comes across really snaky. And they, they didn't seem to actually have resolved any of their issues at all, had they? You know, about no. having kids and stuff. It was just like, yeah, I just don't want, you know, anyone else to uh, to have a kind of thing. And, you know, he's pulled up about the whole, you know, I'm going to choose you to, uh, um, oh, what's her name? Uh, Madeline. Madeline, yeah. He said, I'm going to choose you, you know, and she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why would you do that? And then he's like proposing to to his missus. Yeah, I, I just, bellend. <laughs> yeah, bellend completely, completely. And and and, and again, they, they then went to speak to Alexis and Hunter, didn't they? And yeah. they, they even called Alexis out, well, is Hunter providing for you now? You wanted this in life? And she's like, you know, she, she said that. She had the white dress on. She was not going to wear it, but 15 minutes before it, and it all worked out pretty well. 
I don't like her, Dave. I must no. admit. I think Hunter's in for a fucking bad time with this uh, lady. I think she she knows what she wants, and by Christ, is she going to make him work for it, Dave? He has got to. But they're still together. The, the, the couples who were thought wouldn't be together are still together. So there's something to be said in that. Whether people, like you said, the familiarization of being with that person, the, the, mm. the, the safeness, even though us from the outside, from what we see on this edited show, it looks wrong. I don't know. But in most of these shows we've covered where the couples are like trying to think it, most of the couples you think are toxic and shouldn't be together are still together. So it's, it's weird. <laughs> and the ones who you think have got a chance, look at maths. Daniel and fucking Carolina, one of the worst couples we've seen, the way they got together, their complete lack of like perspective on everyone. Mm. Daniel was right, laughing, saying, well, none of you are together, but you've got an opinion on our relationship. It wasn't a real relationship between Carolina and Dion. They were sort of right, but in the parameters of the show, they were a pair of shit houses, weren't they? But they're still mm. together now, so... It's weird because these couples, like, look at Olivia and Jackson. And, and Dave, by the way, <laughs> breaking news, uh, Olivia's contemplating creating an OnlyFans. Did you know that, Dave? What well, I didn't know she nonsense. was creating a, an OnlyFans, but I did sh- I did see that she'd popped on some racy pictures onto her Instagram and people are calling her out for being a hypocrite. Oh, that's a shame. Well, what Well, what a surprise. <laughs> Fuck a doodle do. She is fucking horrid. I'm still, I, I mean, yeah. I've still got the scars from that girl. Unbelievable <laughs> contestant. Oh, me and you talk about her at least once a week still, don't we? Unbelievable. Yeah, it's, like, it's like Claire and Dale from The Bachelorette. Yes, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, We absolutely yeah. hate them, but we can't stop <laughs> obsessing over them. Oh, I wonder what they're up to now. I, I, you know what? I, I need to check out at some point. Dale's got that bloody rom-com, hasn't he? I can't remember what it's called now, but I'm, I'm intrigued to actually see it, so... And it is a rom-com, so you'll probably enjoy it as well, Chris. Exactly, Dave. Not wrong with that. Not wrong with that. So, Dave, the grand finale, and I've saved this on purpose for the end, the one couple that if you'd had said to me, we could have fucking made a lot of money on this, Dave. If you'd had said to me at the end of this show, Madeline and Colby will be together, I would have fucking given you 100 to 1 that they weren't together. <laughs> Madeline had made a play for Randall. She wanted to be Randall. The telling thing for me was in episode 7 or 8 when she said... We've not actually had sex, me and Randall. We've not had, you know, any sort of mm. relationship. That's when I thought Randall was playing the game. And mm. I thought, oh, hang on a minute. They're not going to get together because everything we'd seen on the edited show was was as if basically they had a physical sexual relationship and they obviously didn't. And then I was like, oh, here we go. This is reality TV 101. However, Colby was not right for Madeline. I did feel sorry for her in the last episode. I did think that, I'd done a 180 because at the start I was like, oh, she's a fucking nightmare. But as it went on, I did feel sorry for her. And I felt that he was just like you'd said in the last episode, he was a gaslighting fucker completely. Mm. He proposes to her and I'm like, oh, don't be silly, Madeline. Do not. Please don't. Oh, it's what I've always wanted. I'm like, oh, (laughs) my God. fucking like head in my hands. I was like, are you fucking for real? And then when... 
you know, they did the proposal. She says, yeah, the kissing and everything. So it's what I've always wanted. It's obviously something to do with the way he is and he's not giving her the attention and what she needs as, as a, a lady. He wasn't giving her that. And maybe she was seeking it through like Randall on the, the other show, getting treated with respect. He shouldn't have took a show to do this. But when she come on the reunion, I was like, <laughs> she looks a bit different there. She's not got blonde hair. And I was going to say, her, her chesticle area. Are you taking, no, no, the listen, listen, listen. <laughs> I only sort of sat down. I wasn't paying attention, but her chesticle area looked rather large. And I went, is she pregnant? Fucking <laughs> okay, massively pregnant. Yes, I know. I know. I didn't see her walk on though, Dave. That was the problem. I thought, oh my word, she has grown, you know, in, in a chesticle area, shall we call it. But um, yeah, anyway, seven months pregnant, I would have never... You know what it reminded me of, Dave? Brent and... Uh, not Brent, uh, Bryce, oh, Bryce and Melissa. Yeah, the, the, the yeah. most ridiculous, incompatible couple had fucking twins and they're still together. And I, that's all I can I can um, put it to. It's exactly the same. Unbelievable. <laughs> you know, though, when when that proposal happened in episode nine, I was gobsmacked. I was like, that makes no sense. All of the stuff that we've seen in all previous eight episodes do not lead me to believe that Madeline is going to suddenly say yes, because it was Colby who'd, who'd made the ultimatum in the first place. And, and yes. I'm just thinking, well, what what we've seen them go through, you know, and he did show himself to be a real gaslighter. And, you know, it's not as if she didn't know. And she's got friends there as well who were backing her up. You know, it, everything was like, yeah, she's just going to kick him to the curb. So when she said yes, I thought, this makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. <laughs> there is some X factor involved here that we are not privy to. And when she walked on, I'm like, ding, ding, ding. There it is. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, what I would say, I, I'm sure I heard them say the reunion was six months after the last episode. Yeah. And she, she was saying she's seven months pregnant and what have you, you know, approximately probably um but then later randall said something about it being a year spending a year apart or, or something like that which made me question i'm like well is it six months or is it 12 months so yeah i couldn't quite figure it out but chris i'm, I'm gonna go with it six months <laughs> <laughs> and the massive u-turn you know because the, otherwise there's no other way to explain it you know no. she's, she's not she's not stupid she could see what he was doing and, and, you know, it is not a good decision, but you know, they, they plunged forward as, as they say. Yeah, you're right. And, and I mean, fucking Vanessa Lachey though, did have to get a little digging because she went, is it definitely Colby's? And I was like, Oh dear. And Colby's <laughs> like, yes, it's mine. But he did speak quite well. And he was talking about like going through the experience of pregnancy. His sister has been pregnant. He's just had a nephew or niece. They knew what to expect. They seemed really happy. And he did sort of try and wind her up, but she actually shot him down. And look, it's a TV show and we're seeing a small snippet of their relationship. But from what we saw, this was the most unlikely couple, like I say, since Bryce and Melissa to be together and to have children bringing them into this world. But fuck me, Dave, they've pulled through and I would have been fucking having to give you the deeds to my house because I would have put my mortgage on it like these two weren't together. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine the kids growing up and, and you know, someone getting hold of a copy of this? I know. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's not very good. So, mum, why are you trying to molest Randall? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you were sort of with daddy. Daddy, who's this person who you've uh, gone out to a club and met up with? <laughs> Fucking weird, isn't it? It is a weird dynamic. Because even with yeah. Jake, Jake and, he, and he played that VT room like, I was dragged into this. He must have said it about 30 oh times, didn't he? Oh, my God, yeah, yeah. He just yeah. kept playing it on a repeat over and over. I didn't want to do this. She just dragged me into it, and I was like, all right, we get the point. I know I can do that sometimes where I'll repeat myself, and then when I listen to the podcast, I'm like, oh, Chris, you've said that two or three times, you dick. You know what I mean? <laughs> but he, he said it every single episode, didn't he? Literally the, the same thing. But anyway, so Dave, I know we've done this the last few times, and we keep saying we're going to do – a scoring system like our other podcast, but we've just been giving it a numerical score. So what would you score this show out of 10? Uh, ooh, maybe a six and a half. I think it was a, almost a series of two halves. I think it started off brilliantly. And it was a bit of a... F- bit of fresh air, you know, from uh, what we'd seen with Love is Blind. I, I thought it was better than that. It was a step up from that. And I have no idea. Did we give it a score? Did we give Love is Blind a score? Uh, I think we I... give it a six or a five. I think I give it a five. Yeah. So so this, so this, a six and a half for me would, would feel about right. You know? Yeah. It's definitely better than Love is Blind. Still nowhere near maths. No, 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 that that's the problem. We've got this fucking hangover with maths that I just can't yeah. shake. Whenever I watch any of you now, I'm just like, but it's not maths. And I don't yeah. want that to happen with Love Island because Love Island last year was really shit. The UK one, I thought it really tailed off, but yeah. this one's a longer, longer Love Island. It starts in June. Like I said, we've still got to work out the logistics of it because there's no way we could do a daily one like we've done in the past. I just don't think that's possible. <laughs> don't yeah. laugh. Don't laugh. No. <laughs> We, we, we probably will, but we're, we're not committing to anything at the moment. But we will, obviously, we're going to cover Love Island. That's what the found Love Island is what the foundation of this podcast is built on, isn't it? So um, we'll always cover Love Island. It's my favorite. Well, it was my favorite until Mass rolled into my life, Dave. And it's, it's... <laughs> but anyway, Dave, we've had um, two emails from oh, some nice. of our amazing listeners. So we've had a, an email from Claire, and it says, Hi, Chris and Dave. Continue to enjoy your show as ever. You guys are just hilarious, and I love listening to you. I know you mentioned covering Ultimates and can't wait to hear that as I think you really enjoy it and will provide with lots of material to get stuck into. Listen, I know you're already probably operating at full capacity, but just had to bring this show to your attention, Dave. When someone sends emails in like this, it's a downward spiral for me and you. It's called <laughs> Bride and Prejudice. I watch it on Discovery+. Plus. It's basically couples whose families strongly object to their marriages for a variety of reasons. The first season is just okay. However, they have given the maths treatment to the second season. Hang on a minute. My radar's yep, up now. Yep. Therapy, that's just my radar, <laughs> nothing else. Therapy sessions, dinner pies, etc. And that's just the ele- elevated the whole thing so much more. And it's Australian. Why are they so good at this stuff? Anyway, just a suggestion. Love your work. Wish someone would give you a TV show. Well, Dave. Claire is my way of thinking. Although I suppose that might censor you a bit and that would be a shame. Best wishes, Claire. So that's a great email. That's awesome. And I must admit, it does sound good, that, doesn't it? I don't know if we'll cover it, but um, it's definitely worth a bit of a watch, isn't it? Yeah, well, maths straight away. Great suggestion there, Claire. Thank you. So the second email is from Julie and it's a title, Thanks. Hi, just to say, I really enjoyed the podcast, Remarried at First Sight Australia. Was looking for a podcast about it for a while and you guys really hit the nail on the head most of the time for me. So thanks. 
Have you ever considered watching the Netflix show The Circle? It's actually really good. Give it a try, Julie. Well, Julie, if you listen to some of our, or go into our back catalogue on your podcast catching up, we have done The Circle previously, haven't we, Dave? So we are going to be covering the new series of the US one, which we're about to embark on. I think we're going to start watching the episodes today. So we will be covering that, guys. So that's our next show, definitely. But this Bride and Prejudice, though, Dave, this seems to be... Uh, she's oh, he's pricked God, my interest. Already, you haven't even started the circle yet. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, it's just four episodes. It's just, I'm like, no way is it four episodes. It's just four episodes. <laughs> is that the whole season? Well, no, it's four episodes now. <laughs> <laughs> what is your problem, Dave? What is your problem? Anyway, <laughs> well, we, we've, We've done ultimatum now, haven't we? So, yeah, like you say, might even get on it this afternoon um, uh, for the circle, and then you know, just for fun, maybe watch Bride and Prejudice. I tell you what, though, Chris, if it's maths, th- then I will be in. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in as well. <laughs> I've just got to get some because some like she fell off with uh, with ultimatum. She really enjoyed the mm. start of it, and then when it started getting overproduced, she was like, "Oh, I'm out. This is fucking rubbish." Yeah. I think she got to episode six. And stop watching it. And I end up watching it on my own, which is better for the podcast because I can just watch that when I'm up at daft o'clock or whatever I'm doing. It's easy for me to watch it. But yeah, I think Bride and Prejudice will be one. We're watching the circle definitely because we're going to watch that together. But if this, right, I'm not saying anything because it already sounds like we're committing to this, and I'm <laughs> dropping you right in it without even fucking <laughs> discussing it. So we'll just we'll we'll just investigate that one. Let's just say that day we might not do it, but let's investigate that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Right. So, guys, if you want to support the podcast, get over to patreon.com forward slash CD Realitycast. If you want to email us, CD Realitycast at gmail.com. And if you want to follow us on social media at CD Realitycast. So, today's roll call of honor is Keith, Helen, Brianna, Noreen, Joanna, Helen, Katie, Deedee, Priscilla, Susan, Hennessy, Lauren, Lucky Lulu Green, and Ken Gustafson. So, thank you so much, guys, for all your support. We really, really appreciate it. And uh, off podcast, Dave will actually be throttling me now because I've threw another spanner <laughs> in the works of another show when we say we're not doing two or three shows at the same time, but there we're here is where we are. So there you go. <laughs> well, we so so the basic plan is we'll we'll do the circle. So like I say, there's four episodes now. I think they'll release a few more episodes each week. They'll probably have a total of 12. We'll batch those up, you know, so we'll cover one to four. Um, that'll take us through May. And then we're expecting Love Island to start, aren't we, in June? Yep. Don't have an actual date for it yet, but uh, I imagine, or at least the UK one. Two fucking months, that, Chris. <laughs> it's fucking 10 weeks, Dave. That's the problem. It's longer this time than it's ever been. Yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah. Even me, who loves Love Island, like last series, there needs to be a massive shake-up if they're going to do that. We need people coming in, like the first Australian series, that Teddy who came in and went after, oh, what's she called it? She was with the big bloody gear head, wasn't she? Ella. Ella, Ella um, not Ellen. Um, yeah. Uh, what's your bloody call? Begins with an E. Erin. 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 Yeah. Erin and bloody Neanderthal guy. And um, and he came in and was like, I want to take you. And, and it was kicked off. And there was, I know you haven't watched the second series of the UK one or the third. I think it was the third one. But there was a couple there. Um, what's one of the Thomas brothers? And this girl came in and split them up straight away. And I was like, I am all for it. Cody and she was called. She was really pretty, the girl he was with. But they're the ones you want to think Scott Thomas. They were the ones you want to split up, Dave. The proper 
together couples. We need some proper shit houses in there to make it good because I can't be doing <laughs> tossing myself off for a week while they have these wanky fucking helicopter fucking <laughs> dates and shit. We need proper fucking shit stuff. They they're all too polished now. They they come in with a game plan. It's like Bachelor, yeah. I think. So I I think those those series where you have the dust ups and stuff, it's gone now. I, yeah, I, I, I think, think so. it's it's a different level of player, and you know they 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 know how they know what the format of the show is. We'll still get it again, Chris, where they turn up and it's like, oh, where have the boys gone? Oh. Oh no, it's Casa Ramor. Fuck off. Yeah. But you know, we'll still be there. We'll still love it, I'm sure. But um I, I'm thinking after that, they'll time it so Maths UK starts after Love Island. So I'm, yeah. I'm thinking yeah. Maths UK will be late August, September time, probably. I think so, because it'd be it'd be a nightmare. We've got to call them Mav. We can't have them both going at the same time. But I know last oh year they God. were. We can't do it. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. Maths is amazing, but maths is on every night as well. So you can't. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. I think I'm wrong. I think it started in about September maths, didn't it? Because it, it, we were late to the party. We'd never covered it before or even taken much notice. You watched bits yeah, of it. Yeah, the UK one uh, was our first one, I think. I, I'm yeah. sure it was after Love Island. I think finished. so. Yeah, I think so. Because that's when we got into Singletown as well. We watched Singletown a couple of years ago, didn't we? That started just after Love Island. And yeah. it, we were like, what's this show? And then we covered it. It was a very unusual show that if you get a chance, it's very hard to find that online, to be honest. But Single Town was just like a diluted version of sort of math stroke Love Island, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, good stuff anyway. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, sir. Another series in the bag. And um, yeah, thanks to all our listeners out there for listening, sending in feedback, being along with us. And we'll join you on the next season. Yeah, thanks very much, Dave. Exactly what Dave said. Really appreciate it all. And we'll see you next time. And also, guys, please get over to Facebook. Uh, Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast. Our great, great friend, Charlene, uh, runs it. We really appreciate Charlene. So uh, please get over there and join and get involved in the discussion with us all. So really, really good stuff. And I'll see you next time. Bye now. <laughs>